Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to 2020. Happy New Year. This is Ace Dillon. You're listening to The Boom on Anchor.fm Podcast Heaven. When do you stop saying Happy New Year? Today is the 4th. It's January 4th, 2020. When do you stop saying Happy New Year? Is it the first month? The first couple of days? I mean, the new year, it's its officially started. The first is over. The holidays are technically over. When do you stop stay, saying Happy New Year? I say about a week. I say, if anything, about a week. And then it's like, okay, you know it's New Year. Hope you're happy. So on and so forth, etc., etc. Let's move on. Let's do 2020. If you're saying Happy New Year and it's February, what the hell are you thinking? Why? It's... Uh, if, if, if you're not, if you're saying Happy New Year by the end of next week, something's got to give. But anyways, Happy New Year, everybody. Hope you all had a great holiday. Ate a lot of cake. Ate a lot of food. Got some great gifts. Returned some gifts. Overall, has a nice family time. I'm here. It's the start of the new year. And you know, we're just going to have some fun on this podcast. We're going to talk about everything. We're going to talk about sports. We're going to talk about entertainment like wrestling you know a lot of stuff going on in the wrestling world right now i'm gonna get to in a little bit um politics we're gonna talk a little bit of politics i'm gonna try to stay away from politics but with a lot of the stuff going on in the world you know sometimes it's just nice to sit back breathe open up a bottle of moscato and talk to you out there i mean this ain't fake news. This is this is this is opinions. This is thoughts. This is suggestions. This is my own. This right here is my own opinion. My podcast. Don't get me wrong. A lot of people have their opinions out there, and I'm a, and you know what? I'm gonna get right into. It. We're gonna start. We're gonna we're gonna actually start talking first about wrestling Twitter. That's right, wrestling. Twitter. We're not talking about wrestling, two people wrestling back and forth on Twitter, like a hardcore match or a, a stipulation match. We're talking about Twitter in general. At ASE Mafia is my Twitter. Go ahead, hit me up, give me a good like, follow me. Let's. Wrestling fans are some of the greatest fans that were. I've been a wrestling fan. I've been in a circle. I've been in a squared circle. I am an ex wrestler myself. Nothing big name. Wrestled some great legends in my uh, professional wrestling career. Uh, made a little money, you know, but like I said, it's not, you know, if you're an independent wrestler and you're just doing it for the fun of it, that's great. You know, a lot of, a lot of them have regular parts, regular full-time jobs, do it on the weekends, the weekend warriors, the travels. The, and then there's the independent wrestlers that are making the money, that are wrestling every week. You're looking at the Kylie Rays. You're looking at the Joey Ryans. You know, you look at wrestlers like that that are making every single week they're wrestling five to six days a week, making minimum two hundred bucks a night, and that's just that's that's just that's just a minimum, you know, two three hundred bucks a night. That's minimum. And to me, if you're making that for fifteen minutes work, if that that's great, that is that to me is a full time job. You don't have to be in the WWE. You don't have to be in AEW. You don't have to be. In impact, you don't have to be the NWA. 
If you enjoy what you're doing, like Joey Ryan and others, then go for it. Enjoy the sport. Enjoy the entertainment. Enjoy the faction of what it is. Welcome back to Ace Talks. We're talking about professional wrestling. Right? We're talking about Twitter wrestling. We're talking about the so-called fans, the marks of wrestling. Wrestling right now, for the longest time, has been WWE. It's been WWE since I was a kid. Watching superstars wrestling, watching you know a wrestling challenge, watching Saturday Night's main event. Everybody watched the WWE. There was no ifs, ands, buts about it. You wanted wrestling on TV, especially if you were not in the South, you were watching the WWE. Down South, you had NWA, you had the Crockett Productions, you had uh, NWA, WCW, you had, you had, you know, you had your Southern promotions. Up North, you had the AWA. But if you wanted to watch TV, you wanted to watch TV wrestling, you watched the WWF, which is now, of course, obviously the WWE. But with that said, 2019 brought great wrestling to the table. Federation, new federation, new alternatives to the same old WWE, which honestly right now is unbearable. It's uh, minus NXT. It's unbearable. I mean, you got AEW, you got WWE, you got Impact, which is having a great feud with Tessa Blanchard. And Sammy Callahan going on the hard kill this month for the um, Impact World Champion. You got the NWA, the reemergence finally of the NWA. And a lot of people are going, oh, I don't like the NWA. It's just a studio show right now. Their pay-per-views are in the studio. It's too comic. I don't like this guy. I don't like this guy. I don't like that guy. Who cares? Enjoy it. It's professional wrestling. It's entertainment. It's it's. Whatever you want to call it. You watch a movie, it's the same thing. It's entertainment. It's professional people doing what they love. These guys in the, in the NWA, WWE, AEW, Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor, Women of Honor, MLW, New Japan, they're doing what they love. They're, doing, they're, they're, they're putting on a great show for the fans. They're supposed to be appreciated no matter what. But you got people out there. You got... Smarks out there, you got marks out there that just can't shut the fuck up and decide to be critiques, which most of them, I guarantee, most of them have not even laced up a pair of boots, even took one, one single bump. That's all I'm asking. One single bump in a ring, and maybe even a chop in a ring. That's all. Half these so called journalists on Twitter. Are just that. They're, they're marks. They can't do what these professional athletes are doing. They botch up. Everybody screws up. If you work at your job and you don't screw up, then goddamn, you are perfect. You are the most perfect individual human being in this world. If you don't screw up at home, if you don't screw up at work, if you don't screw up in life, you are the best goddamn person in the world. You must be God for all I know. Everybody screws up. Unfortunately, with the wrestlers, it's on national TV or on syndication. And you got marks like Brad Shepard. Let me talk. Let me talk right now about Brad Shepard. This guy runs the biggest mouth on Twitter 
And people, why people follow the guy, I have no idea. I don't follow him, but I get his tweets because I follow other people that do. And some of the stuff he says, he's talking about a half-hour match yesterday with a, with a, a triple threat tag team women's match. Oh, it's terrible. Who cares? Who cares? Do you have the guts, any of you stupid marks out there, whether it's Brad Shepard, whether it's any of these other stupid Twitter handle, freaking podcast, Twitter people, journalists, so-called journalists, do you have, do you, especially you, Brad Shepard, and I'm going to post this, I hope you listen, and I hope, I hope to God you tweet me. Please tweet me. I insist you tweet me. It's an eight, it's an at ASE Mafia. Feel free to tweet your little ass into my DMs and I will rip you a new asshole. But let's go back and talk about let's go back and talk about SmackDown last night. Let's let's talk about SmackDown in general. SmackDown is doing what Fox is telling them to do. WWE SmackDown is telling is doing what Fox is telling them to do. If Fox says put on women's match opener, they're putting women's matches. If they're putting a tenth time Roman versus Baron Corbin versus Dolph Ziggler versus Daniel Bryan. They're going to put that on. Fox Sports, Fox WWE is running the show. It's WWE still got their writers, but it's Fox's final state. On a, nat- on a worldwide audience like Fox Sports, that is everything's ran by Fox. Don't be bitching about the you can bitch about the writers all you want. Yes, they are to blame on a lot of stuff. I mean, raw in general, terrible. We're not even gonna talk about the wedding because, and the whole lesbian thing with Liv. Now, before I get hate, before I get hate mail, before I get hate tweets, before I get hate mail, let me just say I am an ally of the LGBTQ community. I'm not saying anything bad about. The angle. If you want to do a lesbian angle, that's great. At that, you know, more power to you. The only thing is, coming from a wrestling fan's point of view, is how many times do we have to see the same stuff being reimagined into a different character? Every time there's a new return or a back, it's the same thing. It's it's a new person, same person, same gimmick that we've seen before on somebody else. A 2.0 version, a 3.0, a 4.0 version. It doesn't matter. We've seen the love interest. We've seen the stalker woman with 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 a girl crush. We've seen the lesbian lovings. We've seen, you know, the gay the gay couples. We've seen the all those angles. N- n- nothing I said. Nothing I got. Nothing wrong against. I got nothing. Absolutely nothing wrong with the LGBT LGBTQ community nothing wrong whatsoever I'm an ally I support 110% but the WWE needs to stop throwing stuff like that that not even it's not even real if it, it's like I said yeah it's it's entertainment but you want to repackage somebody who didn't do anything when she got called up from NXT you know make her a badass make her you know, a pissed off bitch. Love Liv Morgan. Love her work. Love their old gimmick. I thought it was great. A lot of people were thinking, well, maybe she'll come back as Sister Abigail. That would have been great too. Something totally different. Yeah, a lot of people were saying Sister Abigail. That would have been great. I would have taken that in a heartbeat. There's nothing wrong. To, there's like I said once again. There's nothing wrong with the lesbian thing that they got with Liv and Lana now. 
and the whole wedding with Bobby Lashley. We're not even. We're not even going to talk that. We're not. And I'm checking my Twitter right now, and I already got people booked play. We're not going to. I'm not going to go into that. I'm, what I'm going to go into is people like Brad Shepard. People like Brad Shepard, who's like I said, never stepped foot in their ring in their life, is bashing a product. Brad, have you ever, ever? Step foot in the professional wrestling ring. I'm not talking about being, oh, I'm, oh, this, I'm in the ring. Oh, cool. Let's go off the ropes. I'm talking about actually having a match, lacing up your boots, getting your fat ass out of your computer chair, and wrestling somebody. You talk smack about Sasha. You talk smack about every women wrestler on AEW, WWE. You talk smack about every women wrestler, period. Are you a male chauvinist pig? I, I mean, the la- one of the last things I've seen a while back is you were rating women's butts. What part of sick, perverted, twisted, freakzoid does that on a worldwide web Twitter? I mean, that's a porn site. That you know, if you call if you call yourself a journalist, journalist. I mean, most of your stuff is. False. He has sources in the White House. You don't have sources in the White House. I, You do not have sources in the White House. I got sources in WWE. No, you don't. You are a fat mark who decided to run journalism as a career or hobby or profession. You probably sit in your mom's basement thinking about, oh, let's, let's say Taker's coming back to wrestle Goldberg and Sting's coming back. And all. That's what you do. That is is what you do. It's ridiculous, but that is what you do. So, so this is what I'm going to say about Brad Shepard. Anytime you want to go face-to-face with me in a ring, I'm 46 years old. I got, I'm 46 years old. I've wrestled for over 20 years. I've been retired for about 10. I retired. 2010 I retired. I still do it. I'm still active. I still work all the rings. But I'm 46. I would be more than happy to slap the living shit out of you in a professional wrestling ring that is sanctioned. Not slap the shit out of you in public, because I don't want to go to jail for that, because you're not worth my time on that. But you want to get some promotion and have them sanction this match? I would be more than happy to smack your shit out of you a couple times in the ring and let you feel... Was hell, I don't even have to do it. I'll, I'll, you know, if there's any WWE wrestler, AEW, Impact, NWA wrestler that wants to smack the shit out of Brad Shepard, I will get it. I'll book it. I'll book it somewhere. I'll book it down here in Florida. I will book it somewhere just to prove to Brad that you are just a piece of shit that has no life and you like d- degrading people who try, who, who try to do their best and then when their best ain't good enough, you bash him. And as far as I mean, I, I don't want to talk so much about Brad because I don't want to give him I don't want to give him props because the guy's a piece of shit. The guy is a piece of shit. Let's get a hashtag Brad Shepard is a piece of shit going. I mean that that's just the way it is. I mean that that is just the way it is. It's this guy. Brad, when I post, I, I, I want you to, I dare you to drop into my DMs. But 
nowadays people the thing about social the thing about social media is everybody thinks they're a critic whether you're a football fan baseball fan hockey fan boxing fan MMA fan MMA fans boxing fans and wrestling fans are the worst the worst fans ever worse than Yankee fans MMA, wrestling, and boxing fans are worse than Yankee fans, are worse than Cowboy fans, are worse than Patriots fans, are worse than Laker fans. Especially the Twitter ones. You have people that probably never did MMA, any sorts of mixed martial arts before or had to lose weight for their job bashing people for losing weight, for, for missing weight, for being five pounds over their weight cut. Now, yes, okay, before you get, you're going to say, Ace, these people are professionals. That's what they're supposed to do. That's their job. I understand that's that's their job, and I've, and, I've, and I've mentioned it numerous times on my Twitter account, at ASC Mafia. But the thing is, you don't know what the, their body's going through. You know what your fat-ass body's going through, or if you're a skinny guy, your skinny body's going through. You don't know what their bodies are going through all you do is knock on them oh well you're a fat ass you should just bump up a weight why they had maybe one maybe two bad fights that they didn't make weight and people are bashing them but when they make it and they win oh you're the best fighter ever same person that the last fight that they were in for and they didn't make weight oh you suck you're a fat ass so on so the bottom line is if you haven't done it don't knock it. Just be a fan. Enjoy what they do. Quit bashing fighters. Quit bashing wrestlers. Quit bashing everybody. I mean, we all do it, and, and, and that's fine. Like I said, I've been in the wrestling ring. I've been in the business. I know it. I respect it. Hats off. I mean, I got to go hats off right now to the NWA. Dave Lagana, Billy Corrigan, hats off. To you guys, right now, to me, NWA, by far, blowing away the competition. Are they getting, Are they filling out? Are they selling out arenas? No. Is WWE selling arenas? No. Is AEW? No. They may be, I mean, but from you Twitter marks that want to be cool, look, they didn't sell out. Look, there's all these empty seats. It happens. Not every... Not everywhere you're going to go, you're going to fill a 30,000 30, 30, seat arena for professional wrestling. That's, that's not going to happen. Unless it's Mania. If it's Mania, you're going to fill out a stadium. Yeah, you're going to fill out a freaking stadium. I mean, don't give it out. That's WrestleMania. You know, Tokyo Dome. You know, over in Tokyo, you might. Over in New Japan, you might sell out every time you go. Because that's a different breed over there. New Japan wrestling, Japanese wrestlers, much respect. Totally respect them. They botch. They mistake. They make mistakes. But do their do their fans say anything? I mean, I don't know. I don't speak Japanese or Chinese. But do they? No, they don't. You know, they hats off. They respect. It's called res wrestling is respect. If you can't respect wrestling, if you can't respect wrestlers, what they do, don't watch professional wrestling. If you can't respect any professional athlete at all, then don't watch professional. Then don't watch professional sports. I mean, like I said, Brad Shepard. You probably never been a wrestler. You probably never. And if you haven't been a pro wrestler, that's great. I want to see the pictures. I mean, I'm sorry if you were, but I guarantee you weren't. I'm going to take a break. We'll be right back.
So that's basically it about that. That Twitter, Twitter wrestling, Twitter combat sports. You, you fans just gotta realize there's a moment of time when you say stuff, but don't bitch. Enjoy it. And the ones that are bitching about the ones fighters going losing, you know, losing money because they're five pounds, four pounds, three pounds overweight, and saying, "Well, that's your job. You try it." I mean. The only thing, the only thing I have to say about that, and I'm gonna talk about some other stuff coming up, is the the UFC should allow certain weights to be certain weights to be at least three pounds, you know, and not have a catch weight. Don't have a catch weight. I mean, yeah, if you're more than three pounds over, yeah, it's it's you know it's gonna be catch weight. But if you're three pound, I mean, if you're three pounds over, it's it's you know they need to do realize do something that that does take tolls on your body. I don't think Dana White or Mick Maynard ever were for fighters. Could be wrong. Don't don't quote me on that. But I doubt it. I think Dana is always a promoter. But um. You know, a lot of good cards coming up, though. I mean, there's a lot of good cards. Amanda's coming up again. Um, I mean, you got uh, Shevanko and and uh, the Blonde Fighter coming up. Uh, uh, you got, I mean, you got so much great. You got Cyborg Bud coming up on Bellator. You got a lot of great fights coming up. You got Invicta, huge fights coming up. Cummins Frey too for the um, Adam White belt. I mean, you got great stuff coming up. So um, if you're a fight fan, check it out. Check out anything support. You know. Like wrestling, support it all. Support the WWE, support AEW, Impact, NWA, MLW, Ring of Honor. Support it all. Fight fans, support UFC, Bellator, Invicta. If you're not much about Invicta, it's a women's league. It's 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 a it's a women's league basically. I ain't gonna lie. And it's a, it's a great fighters. Some of my best friends are are in Invicta right now, and it's it's a great you know support them. You know, show your love for that. You know, it's just you know. Let's stop with the Twitter bullshit and all these and, and even with these even with these pro athletes talking smack about you know to fans. It's like if it wasn't for these fans, as much as most assholes they are, people like say the Jacksons who quit Twitter because they couldn't take being bullied. This ain't freaking nineteen eighty. You know, it's cyber. Yeah, it's cyberbullying is wrong. It's wrong. Don't do it. It's stupid. You know, if you got a problem, go to their face. You know. But to quit, Matt and Nick, that was a pussy way. So, I mean, it happens. Shit happens, you know. It's the, you know, best of luck to AEW in, in 2020. Best of luck to, and best of luck to all the wrestling federations in 2020. I mean, uh, you know, let's all make some money out there. Let's, let's, you know, let's keep our fans, our, our diehard fans, you know. You fanboys that love WWE, don't badmouth AEW, NWA, or Impact, and the Impact fanboys, you know, don't badmouth anybody. Just enjoy wrestling for what it is, entertainment. And it, I mean, it's a professional sport. Yeah, you got to train for it. Yeah, you, you, it's professional wrestling. It's not like the olden days. You know, that's why I love that's why I love the NWA. I mean, the NWA is trying to, as damn to be back to the old day. I love the NWA. But um, enough uh, enough talk about wrestling. For, I mean, it's love the sport, love combat sports. Big, you know, football coming up. We got the playoffs going on. You know, we got the Titans and the Bills going. I mean, the Texans and the Bills going on right now. You got the Patriots and the Titans tomorrow. You got the Vikes and the Saints tomorrow. Um, do the Vikes win? I don't think so. I think it's going to be at least uh, the Saints by at least double digit. Do the Patriots win? I say yeah. As much as I don't want to see the Patriots win, love to see them lose, but Patriots 
uh, single digit win. I think. I think. I think the Tom Brady mystique is done. I think the whole Patriots regime is done. I think Bill Belichick's realizing that. I think it's time to be okay. Let's. We're not going to be Cleveland bad, but let's just finish the season the best we can and go get some draft picks in the 2020 draft. Hats off to John Taylor Dog going to the draft. My boy from Wisconsin. Best of luck. Thank you for three great years. Being a being a Badger, being Bucky proud. Hats off to Jonathan Taylor on his pursuit of 2020 draft. Now you still can now you don't realize that they can still undeclare themselves. But him and a few of the other greats that played this year in college football, the underclassmen that played this year, they're gonna go. There's no reason to continue their college career. It's just like basketball. People always say, oh, they're freshmen, oh, sophomore, oh, they're done. If you're playing for a Kentucky, a Carolina, a Kansas, you're going to go. If you're if you're that damn good, you're going to make money in the NBA. You're going to make money the legit way in the NBA. So, you know, hats off to JT. Good luck to your family in the NFL. Hope you get drafted high. If not, hey, love to see the Packers. We can always we can, the Packers can always use a backup to AJ. You know, love AJ. We can also use a backup quarterback to you know Rodgers. Love Rodgers. Don't get me wrong, but um, you know, we got a lot of stuff coming up. I mean, it's it's you know, there's under eighty days. There's under eighty days left of spring training. A lot of stuff going. On, you know, basketballs, basketball. Bucks are looking good. My Bucks are looking good. I'm happy about that. I mean, just this week in. in Wisconsin sports. I mean, let's, we're going to talk about some major ups. We're going to talk about some upsets this week. And you just had Georgia beat number nine Memphis in basketball today. You had Wisconsin beat number five Ohio State at Ohio State, which is a huge win for Wisconsin. Who's having an up and down season this year? You just saw Marquette whooping Villanova, number ten Villanova in Milwaukee at the Pfizer Forum. So yeah, you got you know. It's going to be a good year. It's, you know, college basketball, regular the, the, the regular season, conference play is in full effect. Basketball is looking good. Pro basketball, NBA is looking good. The Bucks are looking amazing. I mean, but yet, once again, not getting the credit from the national media they deserve. They're still talking about the Lakers. They're still talking about the Clippers, the Warriors, the Sixers, the, Celt- the Celtics. They're great teams. They're, they're having good years, too. Let's let's talk about the Bucks. I mean, let's talk about a team that no one expects. I mean, they didn't expect them last year. They were one game once again, one game away from the NBA Finals. And they got the same team back with a few changes. Giannis is tearing it up. I mean, Coach Bud is doing great. I mean, the Bucks are legit NBA champions, if, if they can go with the full distance, they are the they they're not. It's not going to be a fluke if they win the NBA championship. It's not going to be a fluke. It's not going to be like oh well they didn't they weren't picked to win. They were top four. To, they were top four of the whole NBA to win it. I mean this it's not a fluke. You know I remember, I remember when Giannis first came into the league with the Bucks and they were like ten wins I think was the best like seventy six and eighty or ten and seventy six or ten and seventy two something like that. It was bad. It was it was bad. I mean, it was just you know terrible. And of course, you know you got the, the free agent baseball going on right now. Pitchers and catchers report in a little over a month. You know my team, the Brewers. I ain't gonna lie, it's, it's the Brewers. My team is the Brewers. And the thing is, you know they were at they're forty million under what they were last year. 
when they made the postseason for the back-to-back years. They're doing a lot of good stuff, but they're doing a lot of stuff. But once again, it's it's the fans. Once again, we're going to get back to the fans. I want to talk mostly about fans and professional sports because it was just your fans. If my if, if my Brewers win the World Series, I'm going to go ecstatic. I ain't gonna, I'm going to go ecstatic. And then, okay, cool. I'll buy a T-shirt, buy a hat. All right, rock on. Milwaukee finally wins a World Series championship. If the Bucks win, same thing, you know. Packers win a World Series. Packers win a Super Bowl. You know, I've seen two by lifetime. No big thing. You know, it's still I'm still a fan. You know, they win, they lose. I go tomorrow. I go on with my day. I go to work the next day. I pay my bills. I do my podcast. You know, I. Some of these fans, you know, these like the Bama fans. You know, some of these some of these fan fans. You know. Even some of the Badger fans, even some of my Badger fans, you know, they're, they're, they're complaining, oh, the refs screwed us in the Orange Bowl, oh, the refs screwed this, oh, the refs wanted, oh, oh, national TV, does, national media doesn't want the Badgers to win the Rose Bowl. Here's the thing about the the national media and the Badgers-Oregon Rose Bowl game. The refs did not screw, repeating, the refs did not screw the Badgers. The Badgers screwed the Badgers. Turnovers. Miss, we get that missed field goal, they win. Plain and simple. They don't turn over the ball, they win. It's it's not bad call here, bad call. It's in any sport. It's in basketball. It's in baseball. That one hop can go the wrong way. Oh, blame the dirt. You're not going to blame the dirt. You're going to blame... You're a shortstop. You're a second baseman. You're an outfielder for dropping the ball. Blame this. Oh, we're going to blame them for calling, for calling him safe when he was really out. That's, see, that was a winning run. Stop blaming the officials. Blame your team. If they lose, they lost for a reason. They didn't lose because of a bad call, a bad hold. They lost because they turned the ball over. They missed it. They had. They were 0-5 in the red zone, for example. Let's just, you know, for, just throw that out there. Or they were... They were two and three from two and four from red zone. They missed a field goal. They turned over the ball. That's why they lost the game. Don't blame the refs. Sports fans love you. I'm one. We gotta stop thinking about that and just enjoy the game. They win, they win, they lose, they lose. It's no it's not we win, we win, we lose, we lose. Time to blow up shit. We lost the national championship. So what? So what? Like I said. I didn't go to Wisconsin. I didn't play for the Packers. I didn't play for the Brewers. I didn't play for the Bucks. So they have no, except for being a fan. Hey, yeah, I buy their merch. I buy their hats. I buy their. I go to their game. I buy the cards. I go for autographs. Yeah, I do that. But remember, it's just entertainment. It's entertainment that you don't know what's going to happen in the end. Unlike a movie, if you've seen the movie or if you've read the book or know what's going to happen, unlike a movie, oh yeah, that's that's going to happen. That they, they, I think he's going to die. I think this person's going to come back and kill this person. Movies are predictable these days, especially because it's all it's all remakes. R- movies are all remakes. Give me a new original movie, and I'll be more than happy to give you money for it. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm gonna I, I'm gonna see the Star Wars. I haven't seen it yet, but give me an original, brand new Star Wars movie. Other than the Skywalker saga, other than copying, okay, well, we're gonna do, we're gonna do Rise of Skywalker, we're gonna do it just like Return of the Jedi, we're gonna do Last Jedi just like Empire, 
We're going to do Force Awakens just like the original Star Wars. Just like New Hope. Hollywood, wake the fuck up and give me something that says, hey, you know what? I'm going to give you my five, ten, fifteen, twenty dollar bucks wherever you go see a movie. I'm going to give you my hard earned money to go be entertained for two and a half hours to three, depending on what you go see. Give me some, give me something that I can, give me a book movie. I love the Hunger, I love the Hunger Games trilogy. I enjoyed Twilight. Don't get me wrong, I enjoyed it. I love the Hunger Games. Give me stuff like that where it's from a book. And I'll say, oh, wow, well, I read the book and I want to see the movie. Oh, that's badass. Okay, well, they cut off half the book. Jurassic Park. Love the book. Love the movie. Give me stuff like that. Give, give me. There are a billion books out there. And you're still giving me Charlie's Angels 3.0. You're giving me, you know, a new Star Wars, but like the same thing as Jedi. Give me something. You give me Ghostbusters, a new one, and you made that shit. This new Ghostbusters looks dope. Give me something, Hollywood, that you deserve my money for. Don't give me Charlie's Angels 3.0, 2.0, 5.0, another version. Don't give me another. Don't give me a new Spider-Man. Don't give me a new Spider-Man. If you give me one more Spider-Man in the MCU, you know, Here's the thing. Let's have a Spider-Man Battle Royale. Andrew Garfield, Tobey Maguire, and Tom Holland. Let's those three go at it. And the best one wins. Best one Spider-Man to the day they die. That's the bottom line. Don't give me six Hulks. Don't give me... Don't tease me with Edward Norton, who was fabulous as the Hulk. And then change and give me Mark Ruffalo, which I love. Mark Ruffalo, I love. I, I respect Mark. He's an awesome actor. Loved him as the Hulk. Bruce Banner, excellent. Don't bring back a new Iron Man and not have Robert Downey Jr. I mean, especially if you want to do another, you know, more prequels before, obviously, Endgame was. Give me something that I like. Give me... Something that's a lot of thinking. There's there's over a thousand different Star Wars books out there that don't even include the main characters. And even if they did make them younger, that's great. Like Solo. I love Solo. I love Rogue One. Original. Different. You know? Do something like that. You know? Love The Mandalorian. That was, pro that was probably the one of the best shows of 2019. And it came out in November. You know, don't give me 10 Batmans. Don't give me every Batman movie a new Batman. Yes, Val Kilmer, George Clooney sucked, but they had their moments. Don't give me Ben Affleck and say, okay, well, I like Affleck. He's old. He's an older. He's an older Batman. You, you can't go back and forth, back and forth from, from an old Batman to a young Batman to an old Batman to a young Batman to an old Batman to a young Batman. To a young Batman. It's just, I... Warner Brothers DC DC I, I I don't get it. I I don't get it. I don't I don't get sure, okay, maybe Affleck didn't want to play Batman no more. I you know that's what everybody says. That's the story and he's sticking to, and that's the story that, that DC's sticking to. That's the story what, what Warner Brothers is sticking to. But I mean, 
the bottom line is, folks. And once again, a lot of it had to do with the fans. They hated Affleck as Batman. They had they hated Affleck as Daredevil back in nineteen ninety, whatever it was. You look back at Daredevil now, it was not a great movie, but it wasn't a shit movie. Like most of these these fanboys think it is. You look at Phantom Menace now, and even and being a Star Wars fan as much as I am, you look back at Phantom Menace and go, God damn, that was a bad movie. That was probably one of the worst movies ever. And it was Star Wars. And that's the sad, yeah, I know you had to you had to find the Anakin, you had to find the kid, you had to find him grow up Darth Vader, he has to grow up as a kid somehow, he can't just be freaking boom your Darth Vader or boom your your uh, Hayden Christensen. You had to have a kid. I get it. I get it, you know. And the reason why I'm saying that now is, you know, with Disney Plus, I watched I watched all of them over Christmas. Back to back to back. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I watched them all. I watched The Mandalorian, too. I'm sitting watching episode one, and I'm like, this is a bad movie. And I paid, you know, I paid my money back in the day. I paid the 10, 12, whatever it was back in the day. I paid it. I've seen it. I got it. I got it on DVD. You know, I got it on Blu-ray. I got all of them. You know, it's... But with Hollywood, you got to realize, minus your bullshit political schemes and your bullshit scandals, just give me good movies. Just, just give me something I can enjoy. So I can sit for two hours and be like, wow, that was fucking amazing. That was a fucking brilliant movie. Don't give me a four-hour movie like The Irishman where you fall asleep halfway through like, what the fuck? And and, say, and people say, oh, that was a great flick. That sucked. I, I'm sorry, but that was a bad flick. Great actors in it, bad flick. Uncut Gems. Weird seeing Sandler play something serious. Kevin Garnett. Yeah, I guess, you know, basketball monster or something else. Nothing I'd go. Nothing I. Nothing I. Nothing I'd go see again. I saw it. Friends say I got you. Let's, let's go see it. Saw it. Wasn't impressed. Santa playing a you know serious role. Hey, I'm all for that. I'm all for the comedians being playing a serious role. Robin Williams, one of the best comedians of all time. Great movies, serious roles. You know, one hour photo, great movie, serious role. Michael Keaton, plenty of serious roles. Hollywood, give me something that 20 years from now, or even the next, in, two, in 2030, even in the next decade, you want to look back and say, you know, 2020, 2021, 2020, the 20s decade, the movies fucking rocked. Best movies of my life. Best movies of my 46-year life. Well, by then I'll be like 56, but we're just saying. Best, best movies of my life, you know. But hey, I want to know what you thought. You know, we, we talked about a lot of stuff. And I'm not going to get into too much, too much politics. You know, get out and vote in November. Still 11 months away. Do the right thing. Vote. Whether you're Republican, Democrat, get out there and vote. Let me know what you thought. I talked a lot, a lot, a lot of stuff. This this Twitter wrestling thing ain't going to go away. I'm this this is one of these, you know, one of these things that I love I, I love following and I'm going to report it. And, you know, one more quick thing on the Twitter wrestling thing. 
if you're an athlete, a wrestler, if you're an athlete in general, and you're married, and shit happens between you and your wife, not going to give no names because I'm not like that. Yeah, you got your bullshit reporters like Brad Shepard that probably going to get a story on it or something, or, or snoop it or, or steal it from somebody else. Keep it private. Because then you got the marks saying, oh, well, he did this, she did this. Who cares? They're human beings. They do fuck up. The only difference between them and us is they're on TV. They're national Twitter. They got that blue check. They got 20,000 followers on Twitter. You know, they've been on pro, they've been on TV. They work for big companies like AEW, work for Ring of Honor, you know, stuff like that. It happens. Shit happens, people. Don't judge anybody, whether it's he say, she say, she say, he say, whatever. Just enjoy. Go out and enjoy life. In fact, put Twitter down. Go enjoy life, you marks. You know, don't talk wrestling. Don't watch wrestling. Go one week without watching wrestling. I know you can't do it because it's an addiction. Go one week without watching any professional wrestling whatsoever on TV. Whether it's Raw, SmackDown, NXT, AEW, MLW, NWA, Ring of Honor, New Japan. Go one week without watching anything. And use your Twitter to talk about other stuff. You either lose followers, or you might gain followers. But hey, you know what? This guy actually talks more than the rest of him. Talks more about bullshit. Doesn't cut down people. And don't cut down people. Once again, Brad Shepard, you're a piece of shit. You are a piece of shit. Brad Shepard, you are a piece of shit. A fucking mark that thinks he knows what the hell he's doing. Thinks he's a reporter. At ASC Mafia is my Twitter. At Podcast Boom 69 on Facebook. Give me a like. I enjoyed it. I don't know if you did. I don't know if you guys enjoyed it, but I enjoyed it. I'm Ace Dillon for all of us here at Ace Talks. Good night. Happy fucking New Year. Let's make 2020 about you. Not about other people. Let's make it about you. Set your goals. What do you want to do? Who gives a fuck what anybody on TV does? What do you want to do? Good night. I'll talk to you next week. Peace out. ASC Mafia on Twitter. Podcast Bomb. Podcast Boom. Excuse me. 69 on Facebook. That's my Facebook page. Go ahead and give me a like. At ASC Mafia on Twitter. Hit that follow button. Because it's 2020, baby. Shit's going to go down and everywhere. Peace out. Have a good one. Happy New Year. Bye-bye.